The Devil's Dance Chamber From Myths and Legends of Our Own Land, Volume 1, The Hudson and Its Hills By Charles M. Skinner Read for LibriVox.org by M. L. Cohen Originally from Newburgh, New York, United States of America Most storied of our New World rivers is the Hudson. Historic scenes have been enacted on its shores. An Indian, Dutchman, Briton, and American have invested it with romance. It had its source, in the red man's fancy, in a spring of eternal youth. Giants and spirits dwell in its woods and hills, and before the river, Shadamuk, king of streams, the red man called it, had broken through the highlands, those mountains were a pent for spirits who had rebelled against the Manitou. After the waters had forced a passage to the sea, these evil ones sought shelter in the glens and valleys that opened to the right and left along its course, but in time of tempest, when they hear Manitou riding down the ravine on wings of storm, dashing thunderbolts against the cliffs, it is the fear that he will recapture them and force them into lightless caverns to expiate the revolt that sends them huddling among the rocks and makes the hills resound with roars and howls. At the Devil's Dance Chamber, a slight plateau on the west bank between Newburgh and Crom Elbow, the red men performed semi-religious rites as a preface to their hunting and fishing trips or ventures on the warpath. They built the fire, painted themselves, and in that frenzy into which savages are so readily lashed and that is so like to the action of mobs and trousers, they tumbled, leaped, danced, yelled, sang, grimaced, and gesticulated until the Manitou disclosed himself, either as a harmless animal or a beast of prey. If he came in the former shape, the augury was favorable. But if he showed himself as a bear or panther, it was a warning of evil that they seldom dared to disregard. The crew of Hudson's ship, the Half Moon, having chanced on one of these orgies, were so impressed by the fantastic spectacle that they gave the name Doyvels Don Kammer to the spot. Years afterward, when Stuyvesant ascended the river, his dowdy retainers were horrified on landing below Don's Kammer to discover hundreds of painted figures frisking there in the firelight. A few surmised that they were but a new generation of savages holding a powwow, but most of the sailors fancied that the assemblage was demonic, and that the figures were spirits of bad Indians repeating a scalp dance and reveling in the mysterious firewater that they had brought down from the river source in jars and skins. The spot was at least once profaned with blood, for young Dutchman and his wife of Albany were captured here by an angry Indian, and although the young man succeeded in stabbing his captor to death, he was burned alive on the rock by the friends of the Indians whose wrath he had provoked. The wife, after being kept in captivity for some time, was ransomed. End of story. This recording is in the public domain.